0: I'm Robin Amlow of IBS Intelligence and you're listening to the IBSI Views podcast. With me is Lalit Mehta, co-founder and CEO of Decimal Technologies. What we're talking about today is AI. Banks are employing more AI techniques for lending purposes, but there is of course a potential problem of biases. So you remove the bias from a credit decision by stripping out discrimination from the data before the model is created. That sounds an obvious solution, but it's probably a lot more complicated to do than that one sentence makes it sound, Lily,
1: All these decisions are a combination of deterministic and probabilistic measures. AI is always probabilistic, and it's uh, it's never going to be that deterministic till the time we have a lot of data and we have gone through all possible uh, possibilities in lending. Now, I think the way we are trying to solve this problem, the way the world is trying to solve this problem is... To kind of superimpose uh, artificial intelligence on the regular rules that they had, or kind of vice versa. So they're like you know, typically it could be a three-step process. You have a typical policy, uh, policy or rules that kind of help you weed out the ones that you don't want to go ahead with, which is more like filtering out. Then AI kind of you know is can be used for making choices. That's one and second also kind of determining the entire amount of risk attached to each borrower and then doing dynamic pricing. So there AI would play a larger role. And then finally you have a third stage where people would kind of verify the decision done by AI uh, to finally make an offer to the the customer or to the borrower. Now this also depends on the ticket size. If the ticket size is let's say limited to a, a couple of thousand dollars, then I think it could be just a one stage process. But if the ticket size is large, then you might want to have two or three-stage process where you have first rules, then AI, and then somebody kind of, you know, verifying that decision. So I think it's all a combination of these two, which is deterministic methods and probabilistic ones, where the decisions could be faster and still uh, reliable, not really leading to higher risk for the lenders.
0: Okay, let's focus on the Indian market right now. How do we fill the credit access gap with AI and ML? in India because obviously you've got a, a huge potential SME digital lending opportunity.
1: I think India has got, so if you look at the AI and ML, helps the lender to make the decision and make it faster. So there are two aspects of it. One reason that SMEs this credit gap exists is that SMEs are not comfortable going to formal channel because if the entire process of getting Loan is kind of, you know, it's, it's too cumbersome. It's too, what do you call, time-consuming. So for that, the borrowers themselves are not very comfortable going out and reaching out to the formal channels. They rather kind of prefer an informal channel when the ticket size is small. So one, the entire process of getting credit is cumbersome, time-consuming. It's kind of you know too difficult to engage. That's one reason. And second reason is the methods of assessment that lenders use today, are not dynamic enough or do not cover the entire spectrum the entire variety that exists on the on the, on the kind of you know ground in terms of the variety of smes the entire assessment process is tuned for only fewer segments of customers so these are two major reasons if you look at so now ai ml can help solve both the problems and i would say ai ml coupled with kind of you know combined with digital so digital can kind of streamline the entire process And the entire ecosystem in India now is tuned for digital because the entire uh, API network India stack, which makes a lot of data available. Uh, So the the process that used to run for a couple of weeks earlier now can be run in like, let's say, maybe a couple of hours at max. So that's one uh, that would kind of pull the uh, borrowers towards a formal channel. That's the first thing. And second, lenders would be able to make far more reliable decisions and quicker decisions their ability to cater to wide variety of spectrum that's there on the ground would be far higher. So there would also be far more uh, comfortable lending on the basis of AI. So I see digital with combination of AI and ML is going to change the way lending happens today. It's already changing, but I see the
0: impact of that to be far more larger. One of the things that, that needs to change or needs to be reduced perhaps is the way of putting it is the level of loan application dropouts how do you see artificial intelligence, machine learning helping there?
1: So if you look at uh, the dropouts, if you look at dropouts also happen uh, from both the sides. So borrowers generally, since they're not, uh, there is no scientific method that is involved in the beginning to make a choice of a lender. So people pretty much, you know, put their loan applications to multiple lenders. And then of course they take loan from one and others are a dropout. That's one reason on the borrower side. Now on the lender side, Since the process is too long, uh, since the entire assessment methods are not evolved, it's not that the person or the borrower is not credit worthy, but the ability of the process adopted by the lender is not good enough to assess the credit worthiness of the borrower. So lenders pretty much, you know, anything which does not fall in line with the process that they follow is pretty much a dropout or pretty much like a reject. If you look at the basics of AI, the first thing it's going to solve is the ability of banks to cater to much larger variety and segments, that's one. Second, the speed of making decisions would be, I know, the ability of AIML to include many more dimensions which are not part of the process today. So if you look at many data dimensions which are not part of the process today, will start becoming part of the process of assessment. Imagine my, like let's say I'm speaking with you, I have certain behavior. Now it's impossible for a regular conventional process to assess my behavior while this conversation is happening. And AIML will enable lenders to do assessment on the behavior when the entire interaction with the borrower is happening. So that's that's one dimension. There would be many more such dimensions. So using these two things, AI ML will change the entire way. I think borrowers will be kind of sending files only to those lenders where there is a fitment of risk and the lender uh, borrower profile. Similarly, on the lender side, lenders will be able to kind of, you know, look at much larger, wider segments and variety of data. So the dropouts will not be because the process cannot manage that. It will be a true dropout, unlike it happens today.
0: The thing about multiple loan applications is in many countries, if you make multiple loan applications, you're already raising a red flag to a lender saying, I, who will then look at this and think there's something strange going on here. I don't want to be part of this. But I assume people are doing that because the process currently takes so long that they're going to go with the person who offers them the money first.
1: The whole idea of uh, borrowing is that you need that money when you need it. That money coming in you know, any point and later doesn't help. So you're, you're very right. In India as well, credit bureaus do kind of you know downgrade your scores if there are multiple loan applications going around. But the credit bureau scores... Are kind of you know viewed by credit managers in lenders, and they they contextualize the whole thing. They contextualize the whole thing on basis what is going on in the on the ground. So people are not too worried about that. Not that you know. But what is more important for people is to get the loan with the given probability probability of that happening, and in a, in a given in a certain time. So for that, people find it if you they do a cost benefit analysis they're more comfortable filing multiple applications so that the probability of getting loan at least goes up and they get it sooner.
0: What does the future of digital lending look like? Presumably, some of these problems that we've been discussing are going to go away as AI and ML are adopted, as digital platforms are adopted. Are Indian SMEs actually going to be able to get the money they need more quickly, or are there going to be fresh obstacles?
1: I think uh, the, the entire gap is towards closure, side. The, the gap, the credit back gap is converging. It's already converging. And the speed of conversion between demand and supply is going to be much more faster. And one of the major reasons is going to be AIML for sure. Digital AIML uh, data ecosystem, API ecosystem, these are the levers which are being used to kind of bring about convergence or bring about the difference between these demand and supply gaps. So, if you look at the things that are going to play a far larger role, one is that in the entire marketplaces. So, lending marketplaces, like you know, imagine you know Amazon of lending. Now, Amazon of lending is going to play a far larger role in terms of because the decision making on the borrower side is going to be much quicker. It will be much more informed. So, the borrower will make a loan application or proceed with confidence. That is one. Second. This entire ability of lenders to make decisions instantly, especially the ticket sizes, which are not too large. Let's, let's look at know, maybe a ticket size of fifty dollars to $100,000, let's say. Now, that kind of ticket size, which is significantly large in India, which is not small by any means, those ticket size decisions can be made uh, in real time. With AI, ML, with data ecosystem, API ecosystem, it's quite possible to make those decisions in real time. And so if you look at uh, once the decisions are possible in real time and the cost of making that decision is not too high. And when the borrower is able to look at those decisions from multiple lenders, then the closure of that and that, that entire closure of loan file happening there and then is far more higher from both the sides because borrower is far more confident, lender is confident and can kind of really make it happen in real time. So those kind of things will really bridge the credit gap. And other things is like an you know, entire payments ecosystem. Will, when I need a loan for let's say uh, for just for two days, I need a working capital loan for let's say two days. So today the entire process, the cost of doing that lending is far higher than the interest rate that a bank earns for two days. So I think those kind of things would change your entire repayment methods, uh, your kind of you know the ecosystem payments uh, for SMEs would change the way lending happens today, because. Certain products that are needed for this credit gap to be bridged are supply chain lending, uh, invoice discounting, where you know, the people would want loans for much smaller duration, but they would want it quicker. And lenders would want that the process of lending should not be expensive enough. They should at least have some margin after kind of, you know, paying for the cost of the lending.
0: Lalit Mehta, co-founder and CEO of Decimal Technologies. Thank you very much.